Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hormone Formula Podcast. It is Vinka here from Vinka Nutrition and today's topic is a very juicy one. We are going to be talking about the vagina and also bladder health as well. So it's a great topic. I feel like it's a little bit like episode one um, where we talked about period health and that we just simply don't talk about this topic very often and we also can have a little bit of shame around this area. So I want to take that away and replace it with some information and give you back the power to have a wonderful, healthy vagina and also beautiful bladders. So I really encourage you all to listen to this, even if you feel it does not apply. And the reason being that is that through certain times of our life, things change and for our vaginal area because we have different levels of estrogen, different levels of stress, we may go on the birth control, lots of things happen that can change the environment downstairs. So I feel like if you're not doing anything else other than just banking this information for a later date that could possibly happen, not saying it's going to happen, but just possible, um, then that's more than enough for me. But I also think as women we have the responsibility of looking after other women. And I think if you know this information, then who knows who you may be able to help as well with this. So really encourage you to hang in with me to the end. And I promise I won't use too many bad jokes. Well, I don't really promise, actually. I can't help myself. But I will um, try and behave so that we can get this good stuff out there. So let's get started and have a chat about what we need to have healthy um, vaginas and bladders. Because... I think a lot of us may not know some of the basics around what happens down there for us. So with regards to what we need for a healthy environment downstairs, we need two things. We need healthy bacteria and we need a healthy pH level. So starting with the pH level, the environment in the vaginal area is acidic. And when it's acidic, it means that good healthy bacteria can thrive and when we have good healthy levels of bacteria, what we then do is we can fight off the pathological bacteria that may enter that area and we can also keep yeast at a, an acceptable level because we do have yeast in the vaginal area, that's absolutely normal. What isn't normal is really high levels or overgrowth of yeast in that area and what keeps yeast behaving is healthy bacteria. And so when it comes to bacteria majority of our bacteria comes from our digestive system. And if you've had a look downstairs, um, you'll know that there's not a big dif difference from the anus to the vaginal area. And I was reading somewhere the other day, oh, I can't remember the name of where I was reading it, but best summary ever, loved it, was she was saying that whoever designed us had a little bit of a fault because... Who ever thought it was a great idea to put our sewage system right by our theme park? Not a great idea. And, you know, it doesn't take much imagination to realise that the bacteria from your gut can easily crawl into your vaginal area and into your bladder. So having healthy gut bacteria is 100% essential for having healthy vaginal area and bladders. And I will make a whole podcast specifically about that around gut bacteria because that's a really big topic but knowing that healthy gut is going to cause healthy vaginal area is essential for you to to know um, and also I think um, this is a little side note um, and is regarding the acidity 
there is a couple of things that alter our um, acidity. And one of them is sperm. So, you know, when we have a really acidic environment, it prevents us from getting pregnant. Um, for some of us, that's a great thing. Um, but what can make that area really alkaline is sperm. So sperm alkalizes the um, area so that we are able to get pregnant. So which is wonderful, but it can also mean that our pH level changes after we've had sex. So it can really influence the health of your bacteria down there if we um, don't do some of the steps I talked about, talk about today. So just another thought. One of the things that's um, also important to know about your pH level is it changes with estrogen. So estrogen is a massive controller of our pH level in our vaginal area. So when we're in our really fertile years, have lots of estrogen, then we can maintain a really acidic um, environment in our vaginal area, which is wonderful. However, when we go on a contraceptive pill that lowers our estrogen or we go through menopause, then unfortunately we lose sometimes the right pH level in that vaginal area. And it's why a lot of ladies in those times will suffer from yeast infections or bacterial infections so it's something to think about um, and how you manage that so you know I guess where I want to start talking about is yeast so with regards to yeast like I was saying before we do have yeast in the vaginal area that's a good thing that's not a bad thing but when it gets out of control and overgrowing is when it becomes a problem and develops into thrush um, so some of the symptoms of having too much yeast would be um, kind of an itchy feeling burning possibly kind of chunky um, discharge and a smell that's quite um, yeasty so if you kind of think about bread um, when it's rising, that dough, that's a real yeast smell that can occur. So those are some of the symptoms of a yeast infection. Not saying that you have to present with every single one of them, um, but usually you'll get one of those symptoms if you have too much yeast in the area. So something to think about. So then, you know, so if you've got some of those symptoms, then you have to go, well, why have I got too much yeast? So what, what's going on that's caused me to have too much yeast? One of the number, big, number one reasons is having antibiotics. So antibiotics kill our bacteria, um, and therefore when they are gone, they don't have the ability to control our yeast levels. So yeast will start having a little party down there and growing out of control. So antibiotics are often associated with a yeast infection after you've had it. So it's number one reason. The second reason is um, your sex partners. Um, their yeast can be transferred to you. And yeast can be on your fingers, on your mouth, or on their penis. Yes, I said the word penis. Um, whatever you like to call it. I can't help but think of the clan of the cave bears where they call it the throbbing member. Um, whatever whatever your word is. Um, these are all places that can carry yeast and be transferred to you. So it's another reason. Um, the other big one is candida. And candida is a yeast that can grow internally or externally. Internally in your gut, um, externally on things like your skin. And some of the signs that you may have candida would be itchy ears, um, real strong craving for sugar, and have one wine or one drink, alcoholic drink, and feel drunk. Um, you can get red patches or white patches on your skin. You can get infections on your fingernails, toenails. You can get dandruff. Just some of the examples of what a candida overgrowth would look like. 
And again, you don't need to get all of those symptoms um, and sometimes none of those symptoms. Um, but those are things to look for if you think that may be you. Um, and one of the other things, the last thing I've got to mention here with regards to cause for yeast overgrowth is um, diabetes that is not well controlled or diabetes that has not been diagnosed. And this is quite common, believe me. Uh, And the reason being because sugar feeds yeast. And so if you've got too much sugar in the body, then you can unfortunately grow too much yeast in the vaginal area. So things to think about for you, I guess, is the symptoms, the reasons, and then what to do for treatment. So I, um, I like, there's a things you can get over the chemist that are great, but you can also um, use a technique that I like to use with my clients, and that is using lactulose. You just get it from the chemist, um, and it's what you use as a laxative actually as well if you were to take it orally. But what I instead would encourage you to do um, is get a syringe, put 10 mils of lactulose in it and insert it up in your vaginal area and put a pad on and then go to bed and do this once a week for four weeks. This, what this does, the lactulose feeds the healthy bacteria in the vaginal area and causes the good bacteria to grow and outnumber the yeast. So it's a really effective tool for a lot of people. So it's a good tool to use, but you've always got to come back to what was the reason that you got it in the first place so that you don't have to keep treating this. Um, So, you know, is it antibiotics? Is it your sex partner? Is it diabetes? Is it candida? Find your cause as well as the treatment um, for you that works. So that's um, yeast. Now, the other thing that is something that can happen for us is bacterial vaginosis. So that's a really common bacterial infection that we can get. If this is you, um, you will kind of have a really fishy smelling odor. And to treat this, I recommend going to your GP and um, getting it assessed with a swab and treated appropriately. So just so you know what the difference is between the yeast and the bacterial vaginosis. Um, so the next big topic is bladders. So the bladder is a really um, sterile environment. No bacteria hangs out in there. It should not be in there. And what I, we can see sometimes is when we get a bacterial infection, that bacteria has got in there. A really common one is E. coli, which comes from the gut, crawls on over and up. So there are a few things that can allow bacteria to get into the bladder. Um, and one of them is that we do not go for a pee when we need to and we hold I don't know if you guys are in this category I'm definitely in this category who's got time to go to the toilet Um, so sometimes we can hold too long but when we go and urinate we are actually flushing the pipes we are cleaning out that bacteria so I encourage you when you need to go that you do go it's a really good um, exercise some of the other things is around hygiene in terms of washing. You know, a daily wash with a gentle, natural soap is really important so that we can clear away any bacteria that is there. And as you've probably been told before, wipe from front to back um, so that you don't spread that bacteria from your anus to into your vaginal area and into your urethra, into your bladder. Um, other things that can cause it again is the bacteria in your gut not being great and crawling on over. Um, and then new sex partners, just like they can carry yeast, they can also carry 
um, bacteria. So I really recommend that if um, you're having sexual intercourse without a condom, you please um, go and urinate within five, ten minutes after having sex because then you'll, again, like I was saying before, flush those pipes to um, clear out any bacteria that may be in the area. So is important. And in terms of um, symptoms for a bladder infection, usually it would be things like burning while you pee, a dull ache in your pelvis or a lower back pain. You can even get blood in your urine. So if you do not deal with a bladder infection, it can travel to your kidneys. This is really, really dangerous. Something that you really should look into straight away with your GP because um, if you leave an UTI um, untreated and it travels to the kidney, it can be fatal for some people. And this can particularly be true if you're in the elderly um, age bracket. So not something to be ignored. And when you see a GP, they'll often treat it with antibiotics. And there are many times when I feel antibiotics aren't necessary, but this is probably one that I feel is quite necessary to avoid um, any drastic scenarios that could result in that. So that kind of is what I would love to um, have you all aware about with regards to the bladder and also what we were talking about with bacterial vaginosis and the yeast. So the last um, thing on my hit list is STIs. So STIs today is very, very common, alarmingly so, um, to be frank. And just, you know, for example, with one STI, I can let you know um, about is herpes and that is one in four people have herpes and most of them don't know about it. So I know just the thought of that um, may be a surprise to a lot of you but it's just another reason for you to be very aware about this topic that I'm about to launch into because unfortunately what happens as well is a lot of men are asymptomatic of STIs so they will be transferring the STIs to women unaware that they actually have them and unlike men who are asymptomatic the symptoms that can occur for women with STIs can be quite quite scary and you know some things such as infertility so not something that we want to be mucking around with at all And STIs come in many shapes and forms and present in many shapes and forms. So it could be a frothy discharge or an odd odour. But I really recommend if you're sexually active that you have your regular checks and work with a specialist who understands these so that you can make sure that you're aware of everything that's going on for you down there. So don't ignore this. Keep on top of it. And condoms are the best prevention for STIs. I know they're really old-fashioned and not something that everyone loves, but They help you with yeast infections, bacterial infections. They help you with STIs. Um, So they are kind of ticking a lot of the boxes for our health downstairs. So something for you to consider at the very least. So now with that, we've covered all the big topics around our bladder and vaginal health. I just want to leave you with a couple of things that you can do to maintain a healthy vaginal area and bladder health with a couple of like uh, home maintenance tips for you so number one is wash daily with that gentle soap I was telling you about before make sure you don't use vaginal wipes that are going to change the pH level in that area instead use that gentle soap Um, and then dry thoroughly because yeast and bacteria love a moist environment bad bacteria I should say and yeast love a moist environment so if you can 
spend some time drying that area out thoroughly. For some women, that even means using a blow dryer. Um, you know, if you're in that kind of prone to yeast infection kind of case, then think about how you might dry that a little bit better. The third thing is get good healthy gut bacteria. These guys do so, so much for us. They're, they really are doing a thankless job for us, but look after them. I'll talk about that in another episode, but feeding them lots of fiber, probiotic foods, really essential. The next thing is um, check your sex partners. God, how I wish they would come with a certificate to say that they were safe. You know, a little bit like tickless, but no, you don't have STIs or candida or or um, bacterial infection would be beautiful. But do feel like you can ask them some questions about their um, hygiene and their health down there for you because it's so easily transferred. And I know it's not as romantic as it may need to be for you, but uh, much better than having a yeast infection or an STI. So those are some things to think about. The other things are... Um, what I was talking about before with regards to peeing after sex and also regularly urinating when you need to. So I think I've covered everything there is downstairs. There's so much more I would love to talk about with regards to libido and other things, but I guess I'll save that for another beautiful podcast. Um, the sun is shining here and I had a wee accident last week where I fell down some stairs. So sitting for very long periods is uh, not okay right now. So Instead, now I'm going to go for a little walk and I hope you are also doing something exciting while you listen to this. Um, I've heard some wonderful stories about where you guys have been listening to my podcast, so thank you very much for sharing those. But all of you lovely ladies, have a beautiful day and I look forward to talking to you guys all again next week. Um, who knows what that topic will be about yet. I'll have fun deciding this week. Chat soon, lovelies. Bye. Bye.